Hey guys, before we get into the podcast, be sure to check out our Discord and YouTube channel. You can also email us suggestions at the Feminist Critique Podcast at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter. My handle is at South of Grace. And mine is at Ajlene's with an S. That's A-I-S-L-E-N-E-S. You can also follow us on Twitter, the Feminist Critique Podcast. And those updates are at Feminist Pod. Thanks again and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ajlaine. And I'm Gracie. And this is a podcast where the two of us discuss movies and then we put them to both feminist and inclusive tests before asking the most important question of them all, is the movie good? Yes. And we have had quite an adventure the past month doing all of these Disney princess movies. And this is the last one, which is also the most recent as of the recording. Yes. As far as animated. I guess new, too. Like a new Disney princess movie. So Yeah. Like, it's the last Disney princess movie that they've made that's been animated. Because since then, Aladdin has come out as a live-action remake and Beauty and the Beast, I think. But those don't count because they're live-action. We're talking about animation. Yeah, um, the only appropriate Disney movies, not this live action shit that seems to be happening. Jesus Christ. What? Just just how how much it's overtaken things. Like I get doing a retelling in a different way, right? Like Cinderella live action remake, not 100% identical, right? Or yeah. Maleficent a darker take on Sleeping Beauty. Cool. I get it. But then you have stuff like Aladdin and The Lion King and Beauty and the Beast where it's like 85% of the original word for word. And it's just like, why? No, I mean, like, I understand why they did it. Um, because one money and also like, you know, they get like different voice actors, uh, especially with The Lion King, which they had a predominantly like black cast, right? Mm-hmm. So, which uh, made a lot more sense than, say, the original. But I mean, yeah. Just seems unnecessary. Why don't you create a new story and then cast predominantly black actors for it instead? I mean, that would make more sense. I kind of wish that they would, you know, maybe do that, but. Here we are. We're in this dystopia that is live action remakes. And nostalgia's king. Oh, God, that, I know. I, Lizzie McGuire is coming back, you guys. Lizzie fucking McGuire. Like, I don't. I don't. She's going to be a 30 something in New York with a boyfriend who owns a Soho restaurant, and we're supposed to relate to her. A 30 year old upper middle class white girl. With a boyfriend who owns his own restaurant, I can't that relate to very, that. I'm yeah, poor. that seems very unrealistic. But okay. Uh, anyways, hey, so we're doing Moana. That's uh, that's the point of this po- this uh, podcast today. Uh, if we didn't mention it already, but we didn't. Uh, you're we're... welcome. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, I was hoping to do that. Um, okay, so 
Uh, Gracie is going to do some stat. Yeah, I was I was saying that, Gracie. Okay, you're going to yes. do your stats like you usually do, and then yes. I'm going to interrupt, and I'm going to be like, "Oh, but I thought it was this," and you're going to be like, "No, Ashley, and you're fucking wrong." Okay, I'm fucking That's right. Not how it so works. just shut up and listen to me. <laughs> just shut up and listen. Okay. Um. So this movie came out in 2016. It has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 96% critical and 89% audience. Yo, 11% of the audience that don't like this movie. Who Get hurt you? Get to fuck. <laughs> Who hurt you? Yeah. This movie's so good. How dare you? This is like Disney's best animated movie, bar none. Like, y'all can fuck off. Um, <laughs> it was I direct- feel like that, like, Moana and then, like, Tangled. Or like yes. the two, like best. Yes. At, yeah. Of the new Disney Renaissance, as far as animated film, these two are the best. Tangled and Moana. Good shit. I mean, there's some good ones too. Like I liked um Wreck It Ralph and uh Yeah. But that's it. I really. feel like I feel like Moana and Tangled managed to capture what makes Disney so good, like their original um animated films. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it, it captures the magic better, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so it was directed by Ron Clements and John Musker. Of course, they were on, uh, they were directors of Princess and the Frog, so we've already kind of talked about them. They've also done Hercules and the Little Mermaid. This movie was written by Jared Bush. He also worked on What Lies Beneath and Zootopia. Uh, Ron Clements and John Musker also wrote on this movie. Chris Williams wrote on this movie. He directed Big Hero 6, and he wrote Bolt. What? Which is that. Oh, that what? movie. Yeah, the, like, one I didn't see that's on TV or some shit like that. I don't know. There was a dog and a cat, and I never saw it, so... Me either. Um, also, Don Hall, who worked on Princess and the Frog and Meet the Robinsons. Oh, so. okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yep, yep, yep. Now, the music, you guys. The music. We get to talk about him. <laughs> and we get to talk about him in context. And I'm so excited. Yay. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yay. Worked on the music for this movie. I, and I, I, I'm not going to save it for trivia. I'm going to tell you now. He was doing this movie before Hamilton fame. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. This man is legitimate. Of course, he did Hamilton in the Heights. He was recently in Mary Poppins Returns. He's working on a couple of other projects. Like the Little Mermaid live action? Oh, yes. I know yes. we, like, talked shit about live action movies, but, like, I'll give Little Mermaid a chance just because, you know, it's Lynn. Yeah. Also, they made uh, Ariel Black. Oh yeah, that too. And uh, it triggered and it triggered white people. Oh my god, did it ever? <laughs> like I can't, y'all can fuck off. I know. I I she can't she can't be black. And it's like, dude, are you really adding science to a movie about a mermaid? I know. It's like it's a it's it's a movie about a mermaid, like a fish woman. Like it doesn't matter what her skin color is. God damn. <laughs> Oh, God. Someone said, I really hope that they give, like, an Asian lead to her. Yeah. I was like, nah. Make it a make it a black Eric, too. Mm. Just, yeah. Just get, get it all. Make it, instead of, like, Den- Denmark, make it the Caribbean. That would make so much you know? more sense. Right? Get Idris Elba to play her dad. Hell yeah. Idris Elba would make a 
fucking great King Triton. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm all, I'm 100% for this. Um, Opataya Thayao, uh, worked on this music as well. He was in, uh, he's worked on Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, and the, the oddball in all this is Mark Mancina, who has worked on music for Bad Boys, Twister, and Speed. Oh, oh, and Con Air. And Con Air. Look at that. Yep. So he's come a long way. Although this isn't his first Disney movie either, because he did do the music for both Tarzan and uh, Brother Bear. Yeah, he he worked on the music there. So, I mean, it's just funny that, like, he's got all these action movies which are considered pretty bad. Yeah. You know? But, like... The music is always good in these action movies, so good on him. Yeah. Uh, cast includes Ali'i Cravalho as Moana. She's really only ever been at Moana, and she's on this TV show called Rise. I think she's going to be on an up-and-coming live-action adaption of a musical, but I can't remember what. Oh, uh, oh she's going to be portraying Ariel in the live-action concert rendition of The Little Mermaid. Right, right. Yeah. Um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson plays Maui, and on IMDb it just says Dwayne Johnson. I'm sorry. As much as, uh, Mr. Johnson would like to step away from his former wrestling career, he will always be known to me, a 90s kid, as Dwayne the Rock. Can you smell what the Rock is cooking, Johnson? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Can you smell what the Rock is cooking? <laughs> um, best known for the Fast and Furious franchise, uh, being in a lot of action movies like Skyscraper, and uh, recently the Jumanji franchise, which is words I never thought I would speak ever. Yeah, Jumanji franchise. He was also in his best role ever, the Tooth Fairy. The Scorpion King. No, the Tooth Fairy. I thought you were gonna say the Scorpion King. Oh, you guys want to see some bad graphics? Yeah. That have really dated a movie. Watch The Mummy Returns. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Rachel House plays Grandma Tella. She has been in Thor Ragnarok. Uh, she's on a TV show for Disney Junior called The Lion Guard. She was in Sherwood. She was also in Whale Rider, which is a movie we're doing next year. Uh, Tamora Morrison plays Chief Tue. He's been in Aquaman and Green Lantern. Uh, his singing voice was the amazing, talented Chris Jackson, uh, who has worked for Lin-Manuel Miranda on Hamilton and In the Heights. They're best of friends. Yes. I love it. They're the bromance. Yeah. To end all bromances. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jermaine Clement plays Tamatoa. He's been in Flight of the Confo- Concords, and he is slated to be in every single Avatar sequel that nobody asked He's also done a lot of voice work, and the other thing is uh, that I'm going to mention, he directed What We Do in the Shadows, uh, which he co-wrote and starred in with, uh, um, oh my god, how do you say his name? Uh, Taka uh, Watiti, he he did Thor Ragnarok, Mm -hmm. yeah, 
Did I say it right? No, I didn't. I know. I think so. Whatever. It's close enough. Anyways, yeah, they they both did the original What We Do in the Shadows, which I don't care what anybody says, that is like legit one of my favorite movies ever. It's so good. It's so good. We might do that um, for... No, we're not doing it this year for a Halloween special. I, so I, I would switch it out personally, but I, Gracie, I yeah, Gracie's <laughs> like, absolutely not. We're doing the movie we're nope. doing. Because I wanted to do the movie we're doing at the end of October last year, but we had to make a decision and we ended up going with Hocus Pocus instead, yeah. which was a good decision, Yeah, but I really want to do this movie too. Um, it's a surprise. Uh, <laughs> Nicole Scherzinger, Nicole Scherzinger plays Cinna. She's best known for being in the Pussycat Dolls, and she was in Men in Black 3. She didn't really have a huge uh, music career. Um, and then we have... Uh, she doesn't really have a huge movie career, I mean. Yeah. For some reason, my screen keeps timing out, so you hear my mouse moving around. Huh. Um, and then we have Alan Tudyk as Hey Hey. And y'all... Alan Tudyk is a personal favorite of mine. Like, he's one of those actors that's in everything. Um, he was in Death at a Funeral, um, A Knight's Tale, and Ageline was like, Gracie, I'll kill you if you don't say it, but Firefly. Yeah, he so. was. Firefly. Love that show. Yeah. I love Alan Tudyk so much. He is very funny, and he seems like a genuinely nice person, and he has done so much voiceover work. He has done voiceover work as small, minor, insignificant characters for Disney movies for, like, the past ten years. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and he was in the new Aladdin. He played Iago. Yeah. So, it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, and that's all for cast so we can actually just start talking about the movie now yeah so and it kind of starts off with the story of um of uh how maui stole the heart of tafiti yes and uh she originally had brought the oceans to life um with uh i don't know like ocean stuff does that make sense i don't know <laughs> Yeah, okay, she wait. brought, like, islands and all that up. Yeah. And Maui was a demigod um, who was a shapeshifter, and he was a trickster god. You know, kind of like uh, Loki, right? Yeah. Um, And so he decides to steal the heart of Tefiti. And he, when he does... Yeah, because his idea is he wants to give uh, humanity the power of creation because that is uh, Tafiti's um, like power is to create like food and you know flora and like all that sort of things right mm -hmm. but he wanted humans to love him so that's why he stole the heart yep and because of that she disintegrates and then he is t attacked by another who seeks the heart which is Takei Ticket? The lava monster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the it's uh, Grandma who is telling the story, right? And all of the children she's telling the story to are fucking traumatized, except for Moana. Well, because there, there is that different. part where, like, she has the paper thing, uh, right? And then she pours, like, black ink all over it, like, 
all- devouring islands one by one. Yeah, and all these kids are like, <laughs> ni- this is nightmare fuel for children. <laughs> except for Moana, who's like, yeah. Yes, darkness. Which, I get it, because, I'm gonna be honest, one of my favorite things to watch as a kid were Freddy Krueger movies. What? Yes, I was like four and five years old. I loved Freddy Krueger movies. I thought they were hilarious. Like, my um, babysitter put uh, had them, and I put them in the VCR just to watch them. Um, for you youngins listening, a VCR is something you don't have anymore. We know what a VCR is, Gracie. Child, my 14-year-old niece didn't know what a VCR was. And neither does my eight-year-old niece. Mm. I don't know how young they are listening to us. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, like, you used to put the tape into the VCR, and then, like, hopefully the tape didn't come out of the thing, and, like, <laughs> the movie get messed up, but, like, never... Oh, oh, and screw whoever didn't rewind the movie after they finished it. Yeah. What kind of person are you? Screw you guys. Okay. So anyways, long yeah. story short, that's, <laughs> but why, anyway. that's why DVDs came around and then you didn't have to rewind anymore. Uh, and now you don't even use DVDs. You use digital. I know. Um, but anyway. Streaming. Uh, where was I? I've lost my point. Okay. Now. So anyways, <laughs> this story happens. It's a millennia later and the... Um, like after that wasn't my point. Well, what? That I had a point and now I've lost it. Now I'm sad. I had a joke. You could say it and later. Now I've lost it. <laughs> It'll be too late then. Okay. Gosh. Anyways, so then uh like the chief is yelling at his mother because she's scaring the children and then Moana like sneaks off towards the ocean on her own and this is the part where the ocean is like moves or like moves away and like shows her like a Kong shell and she's like ooh I want this and then she goes around and like gets another one oh that was after she had helped the little turtle who was uh, gonna be attacked uh, from going to the ocean and she like had a little leaf to you know like cover him while mm-hmm. he was going back to the ocean and then the ocean saw that and was like this girl she is the one yep yep because she saved a little sea creature um but you know you kind of get this cute little uh thing between the ocean and one of the things that it reminded me of in one particular part and i'm sure this visual was on purpose if you've ever watched tarzan when tarzan's uh adopted mother the uh gorilla uh finds him she cocks her head to the side and baby Tarzan does the same thing and they do the same thing in this movie with Moana cocking her head to the side and then the ocean like cocking itself to the side to mock to oh sorry people um (laughs) how dare you Gracie (laughs) sorry I forgot to turn my phone off um but yeah so you see it cock its head to the side even though it's not really a head but you get the same like kind of thing I I do Um, love in this movie how the ocean is another character yeah it has its own personality and like you don't you don't need words for it like the ocean doesn't need like you know a hip voice or anything you can just tell what the ocean is you know by the feel yeah by Mm -hmm. the feels Yeah, so anyway, they have this, like, cute little bonding moment, the ocean and Moana, and then her dad comes running out, he's like, you scared me, and then he picks her up, 
and, uh, you know, carries her back in. And then uh, after this, we kind of get her growing up, and then we get the song, um... What's the song? Holy shit, we just watched this movie. Uh, To be fair, we watched the first (laughs) half last, like... Three days ago? No, we watched it when I was still at, uh... We watched it like a week ago because I was still at my dad's house. Uh, Moana, make way, make way. Remember, Moana, th- you yeah, remember like, that I, coconut. I hear him, da-da, da-da, yeah, da-da. yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris Jackson singing is all I remember. Um, it's a good song. <laughs> you know the way. Yeah, that, that one. It? Or no, that's the other one. No, that's later. God. Anyway. They sing a song and she grows up during it. Yeah, and basically her um, deal is she wants to go to the ocean and her parents are like, no, don't go near the ocean. And she's like, but I like the ocean. It's nice. And then they're like, no, you can't go to the ocean because ocean is scary and bad. Yep. She's like Ariel, but like reverse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which... I think it's funny because there are a lot of similarities with uh, The Little Mermaid and her story because you have an overbearing father who's like, no, you can't go in the ocean. And Ariel's dad, Triton, was like, no, you can't go on land. Um, uh, And we find out later on in the movie that the reason her father is so overprotective about his people going into the ocean is because he had an accident with a friend of his when he was younger um, and it caused his friend to drown, and so he never forgave himself for it. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking dark for a Disney movie, but uh, that's that's why he doesn't want her going in the ocean. Um, and y- you get a peek of their village life and everything, and, you know, she's expected to be the next chief, and uh, which is pretty fucking progressive. And there's a part where her, yeah. like, father is like, okay, you're going to be, like, the next island's... Uh, chief, and you're going to put, like, your rock on top of the mountain, right? To raise the mountain higher. Yeah, and then, you but know. the thing is that, like, there's a blight that's striking the island. It's causing the coconuts mm-hmm. to rot from the inside. The fish uh, is, like, the catch the is be kind of, it's beginning to dwindle, right? Um, and yeah. And Moana knows what they're supposed to do but they've already done those things so her island is yeah. essentially dying and everybody's mm-hmm. very worried about it because they don't have anywhere else to go right no because they, they're not a sailing people anymore because of her father and she's you know she's like dad we have to sail beyond the reach in order to you know get fish to get food we have to find another island to get you know resources from and her dad's like you're not going anywhere and this is like okay king trident calm the fuck down i know that's not his real name but uh, <laughs> he, he he does basically have that same similar spat with her yeah um and the one thing i really love in this movie i think like she has a good relationship with her dad despite his overprotective overbearing nature she has a good relationship with her mom but the person that understands her the most is her grandmother yes and her grandmother's like i'm just the crazy island lady you know i mean I like her grandma her grandma is what i want to be when i'm older because uh the cool the cool old lady yeah <laughs> i'm hoping I, you know yeah yeah and you know her her grandmother is you know essentially says that you know 
listen to the past, right? So she, she she's like, this isn't the way we used to be. And then she explains what happened with Moana's dad. And then she leads Moana up to this cave. And when they go, when Moana goes inside, she sees all of these old um, large canoes and barges. Yeah. And she beats this drum. And when she does, she is given a vision of what her people used to do by sailing and this is the away away song yeah so this is where we hear lin-manuel miranda's voice singing um and uh this song like gives me goosebumps it's so good the music in this movie is really amazing in general um but it shows her the vision that they were voyagers and that you know they went to other islands and um, that's how the people, you know, survived, right? So mm-hmm. then um, her grandmother explains that um, the lava monster's darkness is poisoning the island and the only way to cure it is for Moana to find Maui and to make him restore the art uh, heart of uh, Tefiti. Um, yeah. Which she gives um, it, she gives the heart to Moana. Yes. And uh, Moana, of course, runs to her father and she explains, this is what we have to do. And her dad's like, can you just shut the fuck up? That's a fairy tale. It's not real. Um, And things uh, go downhill quick because then another man comes in as he's fighting with Moana saying, it's your mother. And apparently grandma is passing away. And, you know, I was pretty fucking quick. Yeah. Like she went from... (laughs) Being at the cave to dying, like, in an instant. Yeah. But that's fine. The pacing on it was a little weird, but I'm. it's the only sin in this movie, in my opinion. Um, so anyway, on her deathbed, uh, Moana's grandmother tells her to go. Yeah. You know, she to needs do to, what she needs to yeah, do. Yeah, like, she must begin her journey. And so that night, that's when... Uh, she packs it. Oh yeah, and her mom helps her. Yeah, her mom, I, which I really appreciated. Like her mom didn't want her to go, but knew that she must go. And I thought that support was uh, was nice. Yeah, because I mean, her daughter's only sixteen, and you're like, yeah, you do, you baby. Like, I mean, you know, job. the kids in Pokemon were only ten, and their parents let them go out on journeys. <laughs> Ash didn't have any parents. There's no fucking way. Yeah, he did. He had a mom. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't watch it. God damn it, Gracie. Um, <laughs> How could you for oh, you're you're all I, like I did watch. You're all it, like I like, like nostalgia. Ah, uh, na 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 na. Nostalgia is key, and you don't even remember Pokemon. What kind of person are you? Yeah, that's right. Listen. Listen, you better shut the fuck up. I will come through this computer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Uh, that same night, she she goes off, and then she gets caught in a typhoon, and she's shipwrecked on an island. Oh, yeah, except we forgot one of the most important characters in the movie she realizes she has with her. Oh, yeah. And it's not Pua, the cute little pig. No. No, it's Hey Hey, the dumbass chicken. He's a, you know what? He's not dumb. I love Hey Hey. He's not dumb. He just thinks different, okay? <laughs> God. I love Hey Hey, though. He's just like 
so the part where he realizes that he's on the ocean oh yeah and he starts screaming and then she like covers his head and then she like picks it up again and he's like "Ah!" um then she puts him in the hull and he's just walking back and forth hitting each side it's very good physical comedy um, but yeah, anyway, a typhoon hits and she ends up washed up on this island and she realizes that she has finally reached Maui. And Maui, of course, dazzles her with a song. I think my favorite line in this movie is, um, he's like, when you sign something with a bird, it's called a tweet. Oh, I hated that, honestly, but... I thought it was funny. I mean, it's but cute, it's gonna but date this movie. Yeah, I feel like in ten years, when like people don't give a fuck about Twitter, it's gonna be like, oh, what Oof, is that joke even? Like, I, yeah. I, I get it that like they're trying to be, you know, a little bit more cool with the comedy, but like, do you really want to dive into being a movie like uh, Madagascar or one of those where you pop culture references all over the plate? And then, like, you know, ten years later, it's like, what are these pop cultures anyway? Well, it's it's just like, um, you know, uh, D- Dwayne The Rock Johnson is in uh, the Fast and the Furious movies. Not a lot of people remember the original Fast and the Furious movie was about stealing DVD players. What? <laughs> yes! What? It was about stealing... Stealing DVD players and the Hobbs and Shaw movie that Dwayne, that The Rock is in, is about a cyborg. <laughs> we went from stealing DVDs to cyborgs. Ste- stealing DVD players, but I mean, like that's gotta, the thing when you have new. I have to watch these movies again. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I probably won't. Well, because- the second one, well. The second one is, like, about drug dealing and stuff, you know? And, and then the like, third okay, w- that makes sense. And then the third one's in Tokyo. Yes. With some kid who's in high school but looks like he should be graduating from college. I don't know. I liked Tokyo Drift. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, and then they kind of, like, retrofitted the ending of Tokyo Drift, like, like, I think four, I, I don't know the exact timeline, but there's like, I think two Fast and the Furious movies that happen and then Tokyo Drift, but Tokyo Drift is the third one. I don't know. It's all fucked up. But yeah, it originally started as stealing DVD players and now it's got cyborgs in it. So. Yeah. So here we are. Um, okay. So back on so, track. Uh, uh, she finds Maui. He's all like, hey girl, what's up? You're welcome. I... You know, have done all these amazing things for you humans, and uh, humans. humans, and she's just like, um, you need to board the boat and like get your ass to help me. And he's like, no, but I'm gonna take your boat. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm just gonna steal your boat, and then he locks her in a fucking cave. Oh yeah, which was like a like, huge dude. You were gonna kill her. Yeah. Well, he he did some pretty douchey things in this movie. Douchey? That's attempted murder. Yeah. 
Um, so anyway, she does manage to get on the boat thanks to the ocean's help. And every time he throws her off the boat, the ocean just sticks her back on there where she's like, My name is Moana of Mortenhui. You will sail this boat to restore the heart of Tafiti. And she can't even get it out all the way. And he's like, you know, and she's like, My name is Moana. He's like, Yeah, we've covered that. Like, shut the fuck up, Maui. Yeah. Um,. Uh, she, um, you know, and, and she's still trying to kind of, like, get him to understand that he needs to help her restore the hearts of Tafiti. And while they're having this argument, this pirate ship shows up with these fucking coconuts that are nuts. I don't... Well, they're, like, coconut pirate. Like, they're pirates, but they're, like, made out of coconuts yes. or something. Uh, they're called the Kakamoro... Um, Mora, yeah, Kakamora. Kakamora, yeah. Yeah, I'm really bad yeah, at pronunciations. They're... It is my thing. How do? <laughs> okay, so I didn't say anything. Jesus. Okay, so, so yeah. anyway. <laughs> okay, so they they are like we want the heart, even though they don't say anything. And then Moana and Maui outwit them. Like it's a it's a big long, um thing that's mostly yeah, like because they like end up they end up stealing hey hey because hey hey eats the stone yeah uh but they do manage to get him back um well this is the part know, this is the part where like moana shows how freaking cool she is and like you know goes jumping onto their boat and she's like running around and like uh she's got the rope and she's swinging and like all this fun stuff it's it's really cool actually yeah and and then she makes it back on the boat and he's like, Yeah, I guess I'm impressed. Whatever. I don't care. I'm still not doing it. And she does manage to convince him to find his hook. Um, again, because she's like, Don't you wanna be the saver of man? You know, don't you wanna be the one that restores the heart of Tafiti where people praise you and stuff? because um, right Maui, now they don't Maui, 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 You're so awesome. You are so awesome. Um, and he's like, all right, yeah, you're right. So they go to this, um, you know, he starts teaching her how to sail only because the ocean puts a blow dart in his ass. Yep. Because he's like, I'm not teaching you how to sail. But then the ocean's like, yeah, bitch, you are. So she learns how to sail. Then there's that one part where he like pees while she's trying oh, to that find was a, the warmer current. Yeah, that was gross. Oh, you sick bastard. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so the, fir- the first Disney the- hero that pissed himself. <laughs> they end up uh, making it to this island and uh, they climb the top and he's like having this argument with her, which I don't particularly care for, where she- he's like, you're a princess because you're cute and you have a, you know, An animal sidekick. sidekick. And then like they get to the top of this thing and... She's like, oh my god, I can't believe I did it. And he goes, if you start singing, I'm gonna be sick. Yeah. And I don't I don't particularly care for the meta humor that Disney's trying to pull here. Well, that's a thing. Like, we're seeing it a lot of places, right? Because, you know, every 
fucking little bitch on the internet just goes on there and it's just like I don't remember I don't like when they do this I mean I really shouldn't talk because we're doing the exact same thing but um, <laughs> our entire podcast is built on this premise you are describing <laughs> yeah but but it's true like a lot of people really have um kind of like mentioned all these things and Disney like is really trying the whole like hey we can make fun of ourselves hey guys hello yeah, children like, <laughs> hello. hello fellow kids yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no which I do think it's funny because um, you know our generation and especially the generation under us uh, has a more ironic sense of humor so I get where Disney's coming from like you can look at Vine and TikTok and see that you know there's a lot of I- irony in. I just feel like uh, the House humor. of Mouse is just like, hey, we can be funny too, finger guns, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, okay, Disney, that's that's cute and all, but you don't have to do yeah. this for every movie. No, and they've done it with um, Frozen. They did a little bit of it, and like Moana, they really beat you over the head with it. Oh, and She's they, like, I'm not a prince. Oh, and then they totally did it in. Uh, uh, Wreck-It Ralph breaks the internet. Oh, where they have all the Disney. Yeah, and it together. was just like, okay, we get it. Stop. Yeah. Stop yes. now. Please don't do it with Frozen Two. Oh my god. I know it's too late, but God, if they, yeah, yeah, um, and also so make anyway, uh, they reach make uh, Elsa lesbian <laughs> or keep her asexual. That. Yeah. We need ace representation, damn it. I, and I don't want to um, see a rede- redemption arc for that fucking guy. Yeah, fuck on. Oh my god, there is going... Like, I, that's my prediction. There is going to be a redemption arc for him. Jesus Christ, no. Don't do this to me. I don't want a redemption arc. That's, I don't. That's my... I don't want it. That's, a, you know, that that's actually something I want to kind of bring up, right? Like... With this movie in particular and, like, Frozen and stuff like that, there's no real villain. Like, Hans isn't really a villain in the traditional sense. Like, with what you see with the late late 80s and all of the 90s where you had a villain. I mean, you have iconic villains like Hades and Jafar and Ursula, right? Who's our iconic villain of the past 10 years in a Disney movie? Like, a Disney animated movie. Mother Gothel? Dr. Facilier? Uh, I mean... Even still, he's not super traditional. And most of the stories have been more of an interpersonal thing than fighting an actual baddie. Um, I would say in Wreck-It Ralph, there is a bad guy, and that is uh, King Candy, right? Sorry, I spoiled it, but... Uh, He was, like, a bad guy. And then in Big Hero 6, there was also a bad guy, but, like, he had, like... That's another thing. What's with all the bait-and-switch villains lately? That's getting really old. I'm not gonna lie. Like, Zootopia, bait-and-switch. Big Hero 6, bait-and-switch. Frozen, bait-and-switch. And it's like... You guys could do better. I mean, Which Frozen wasn't originally supposed to be a bait and switch villain. It was supposed to be Elsa, and then they're like, "Heard, let it go," and they're like, "Oh, we can't do that." But that—that's the thing in this movie. Like, even though it's kind of a bait and switch, it's not quite because it's like, oh, the bad person actually isn't bad. 
And then like uh, our other yeah. our other baddie is like just a David Bowie knock. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> that's actually. I'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, um, I know I'm a little accurate on that. I did it on purpose. God damn it, Gracie. <laughs> God damn it. Um, okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, Maui does the haka on top of this mountain thing. And uh, after he does the haka, these teeth open up and there's this really long drop. And he just goes bombs away. And he's like, I'm still falling. Yeah. And I'm not taking that jump. I'm not. Well, nope. I would never. I would hate it, but I would do it. Uh, but yeah, so Moana she takes the leap. She, you know, falls down into the water and then goes even further uh, into the realm of monsters. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is the part where uh, Maui like l- makes the landing and then she lands on top of him but then she like falls down and then he's like well she's dead let's go get my hook and you're like god damn it Maui you're such a dick I was thinking that I was like Jesus she is dead and then like this one thing grabs and puts its tongue around her and starts to eat her and then like another thing eats eaten. that yeah and she falls with the tongue around her and I'm like, oh, that's so gross. Yeah, there was like a lot of like different monsters that she has to like run from. Um, that's the one that made me sick. Though. Yeah, like <laughs> the whole thing is actually really scary uh, when she's in the realm of monsters. It's almost like a mm-hmm. underworld or sorry, like a aquarium Alice in Wonderland moment. It really is. That's a very good analogy. I like that. Yeah. Um, uh, so she... They they found the mountain of treasure. Yeah. And Maui's hook is on top. Exactly. And then Maui is like, oh, there's my hook. And he's like, yeah, but I can't go and like straight out get it because Tamatoa is like, <laughs> he, he'll know. And like... We need I, bait. Yeah. And he's like, I pissed him <laughs> off because I like, you know, took I his leg. Cut off his leg. Yeah. And she's like, what? You did what? And he's like, nothing. So he, like, dresses her up in some shiny stuff. And she's just like, look at me. I'm so shiny. Shiny. Come get me, crab. And then uh, he lifts, uh, Tamatoa lifts himself up. And his shell is actually the pile of, oh, excuse me. Are you okay? Is the pile of gold. Yeah, I just burped. (laughs) Sounds like you're about to puke. (laughs) No, I just burped, I promise. I'm sorry to all the ears that had to hear that. Um, but anyway, uh, she, she, he, she starts to distract him so Maui can get uh, his hook off of Tamatoa's back. And she's like, yeah, you know, like, I just want to know how crabtastic you are. And he's like, are you trying to make me talk about myself? Because I love it. Yeah. And then he goes into his song, which is an amazing song. Shining. Uh, but uh, there's some gay coding. Yeah. Yeah. This is where it's like, oh, this is this is regular Disney Renaissance uh, gay coding. See there how it is. I glitter. <laughs> exactly. It's the same song. Uh, oh, my God, it is. Now I can't think of it as any other way. I'm so shiny. Talking about See it. how he I glitter. About how every- <laughs> he, 
He talks about how everything is mine for the taking, and Tamato was like, I like everything shiny. Also, you look like seafood. And then uh, Maui manages to steal his hook, but Tamatoa catches him. And he's like, "Oh, you poor little sap. You're such a piece of shit. Yeah, so that's the part where um, he reveals, like Tamatoa mentions how um, Maui was abandoned by his parents and they rejected him and threw him into the ocean. And... Uh, and then, like, which is really sad if you think about it. And, uh, yeah. the, like, then Maui's, like, losing, and, but Moana, like, saves him. Uh, mm-hmm. And, like, the two of them are able to, um, like, push Tematoa and, like, overpower him. So he's, like, on his back and can't get up. And it's like, uh, yep. it's like one of those commercials for Hover Round or uh, Alert System where they're like, I've fallen oh, and no. I can't get up. Adeline, you did not. Help! Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. What? No. <laughs> that was really bad. You should feel bad. <laughs> Even though I'm laughing. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to go in that direction. Good lord. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so... Anyway, they make it up to the sea. I'm just saying that Tamatoa didn't have life alert, so. (laughs) That's why he's stuck on his back at the end of it. Hey, you. Oh, God, you're so unprofessional. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, they make it back up to the surface, but Maui's having trouble getting his hook to work properly, and so... When Moana looks at him and he's like, I'm trying to have a serious conversation. He's got a shark head. (laughs) Yeah. And then he's like, but really, you were right. Oh my God. But I can't do this. Yeah. Uh, Moana does uh, manage to convince him that he can do it. Uh, Well, that's the thing. Maui is like an insecure little shit. Uh, Like we all are. Um, so, another therapy session with Ashley and Chu found. My parents didn't space. love me enough. Who needs talk space when you just have best friend on podcast? Um, okay, so. Hello, random strangers slash therapists. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wonder if anybody's ever, like, listened to us and was like, God damn it, she needs to go to therapy big time. And I'm like, yeah, I do, but I can't afford it. That's why I do talk space. Um, hey, talk space. I'm just putting it out there. We'd, we'd name drop you enough, okay? Oh, help, God. Help a girl out. <laughs> We're begging for... Gracie, we already got told we don't have enough numbers. <laughs> we got asked to join, like, a network, and then they were all like... Uh, they were like, yeah, so the magical number for advertisers for this number. And we're like, oh, well. Uh, <laughs> about that. About that. <laughs> yeah, we definitely make those numbers if you take away a few zeros. <laughs> <laughs> like three uh, zeros. <laughs> so. Like, we love you guys that do listen to Yeah, us. honestly. We really do. We are definitely grassroots, but that's okay. But, like, I, tell I your friends and be like, hey, these chicks 
who are really, you know, make really bad we're jokes. Too broke to, we're too broke to do advertising. You have to do it for us, you guys. Help us out. Gracie, now you just sound like you're begging, okay? And nobody likes I a beggar. begging. Okay. You know what? We put money into this. They could they could do that. I love you guys. Please don't. I guess what you could say is I'm scolding you. our podcast needs life alert. <laughs> <laughs> We've fallen nice. and we can't get up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> We've been flatlined the whole time, Ashley, and there's a big difference. We never had a place to fall from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, uh, any- anyway, yeah. Moana gets Maui to l- use his hook correctly, and they make it to, um, what's the lava monster's name? Takei. Uh, they make it to Takei, and, um, she's trying to reach this gap while, uh, he's fighting Takei. Well, yeah, because, and- like, she's gotta put... Um, the heart in this, like the spiral, right? Which is supposedly on Tafiti's island, um, but they're yeah. attacked by the lava monster, and Moana refuses mm-hmm. to turn around, and then uh, Maui's hook is badly damaged, so yeah. he's like really pissed, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, it's your fault. My hook's broken." I'm nothing without my hook. And then he's like, okay, peace out, bitch. And she's like, no, you need to help. We need to do this. We need to finish the quest. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm out. Can't do this anymore. I'm outie. Uh, so he like... Mahala, brother. Yeah, he turns into... <laughs> um, and even his tattoo guy is just like, no, don't do this. Um, but he turns into um, a hawk and he goes off fine. And flies yeah, away. and she's... Like a little bitch. And she's just kind of standing there, and she's like, like, fuck. No, I can't do this. Like, what am I going to do? And that's when we see a stingray coming up towards her. Well, yeah, she she had thrown the heart into the oh, ocean. Yeah. Or oh, yeah. No, no, no. The ocean had taken it from her. Well, yeah, cause she um, like, because she was like, I can't do this anymore. So she ends up giving the heart back to the ocean, who... Uh, because she doesn't throw it into the ocean, Gracie, okay? This isn't Titanic. I, I was... I was amending myself when you interrupted This isn't me. the heart of the ocean where she throws it off the back of a boat. To be fair, she dropped it because she was an old lady and she didn't have the strength to throw it. I was... It was very heavy. Because I was tying into... Oop! And I... Oop! <laughs> um... <laughs> That's what that old lady did at the end of Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Moana did. She just was like, oop. Oop. Uh, but anyway, the ocean takes it from her because she's like, I can't do this anymore. And then the stingray comes up and it's the spirit of her grandma. Yeah. It's actually really sweet. And what I really appreciated in this moment is like when her grandmother's like, I have put so much on your shoulders i'm sorry for doing this if you want to go home it's okay like it's not your fault you can she's not disappointed no she's like you can go home which i mean you have to think like moana is only 16 years old and like even Mm -hmm. though she's come so far like really is a lot of like she's saving the world that's a lot to put on a 16 year old shoulders like, you can barely trust my she, little sister who's 15 with, you know, 
going out into the world and not smoking pot. You know, and she's not Harry Potter, you know? Like, <laughs> she didn't have all these years of training before she faced the big bad. Yeah. She only had, like, a few days. Exactly. <laughs> so she's better than Harry Potter. Yeah. Fuck the haters. <laughs> um, God damn it, Gracie. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, my favorite part is when um, she goes to start making her way back, but she hesitates. And then her grandmother reminds her of who she is. And she's like, I am Moana. And that part where she and her uh, grandmother touch foreheads. Aww. And she's like, I'll carry you inside of my heart. Y'all, I saw this movie in theaters. I cried. Oh, I cried like a little bitch. Like, I was just like, oh my god, it's so beautiful. Grandmothers and granddaughters. Yeah, and you know, it's like the grandmother I remember, she passed away when I was five. But I remember being very close to her. And um, it it just kind of reminds me of that. And growing up without having having a grandparent for most of my life, like it's one of the things that I really missed as a kid because, you, oh, God, the worst thing about elementary school for me was Grandparents' Day Aww. because I didn't have a grandparent, you know? But bless my Aunt Anne, who was um, my mom's much older sister, who came and was my grandparent, you know? Like, bless her. <laughs> what a beautiful woman. She She passed away a few years ago, but... That's one of the things I remember. But but having having the small amount of time I did with my grandma when I was little, like this movie just touches my heart, you know. Just I very much feel the same way because um, so I was lucky enough to have known a great grandmother, uh, and then my my mom's mom, and then my dad's mom. But I was closer with my dad's mom, who is, um. I guess the more traditional, like, grandmotherly person, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I love my mom's mom, but she was never, um, I mean, she was dealing with stuff, but, like, she she was never very grandmotherly, like, like my dad's mom was. She isn't the grandma from the Hallmark movie. No, no, but my dad's mom was, was very much like that, and, uh, she died when I was nine, and it was... Like, devastating. Yeah, yeah. Like, I still have a picture of my of my dad's mom and me, like on my desk, because I miss her every day. And here I am crying a little bit because she was, you know. Yeah, I I get that. Like, and I appreciate that this movie shows that because you don't get to see that a lot. Yeah. Um. So it was nice. And she's able, with her grandmother's spirit inside of her, you know, guiding her onward, she grabs the heart, and she is determined to make her way back to Tif- to the island of Tafiti and defeating Takei, she's going to do it. Yes. And she gets there, and there's this big battle. Maui ends up showing up and uh, helping her, and she finally manages to break through to the island, but when she gets there, the entire island is gone. Yeah. There's nothing. So she's like, I don't understand. How can I put the heart back in Tafiti if there's no if there's no spiral, if there's no Tafiti? And when she turns around and looks at Takei, she realizes there's a spiral 
in the center of Takei's chest. Yes. And so she tells the ocean to part itself and let her come to me because it turns out that Takei is also Tefiti. Which this is actually like this is a very beautiful moment in this movie. Um, as she's, you know, walking and she's like, I know who you are. This is not like, this isn't you. Um, I can, you know, I I can heal. I can heal you. I can show you the way. And, uh, that's exactly what she, she does as she's walking dramatically like over to, um, to Kay before putting, uh, Tafiti's heart back on the spiral. And when she does, the darkness is broken through, and Tafiti rises from the ashes of the lava monster Takei, and she's whole again. And she's this beautiful flower garden green goddess, um, and she ends up lifting up Maui and Moana, and of course Maui has lost his entire hook because he took a hit to it. Yeah. Um, and Moana makes mention of that to him, and she's like, what about your hook? He's like, I'm still Maui, which, thank God, a man has realized he is himself. (laughs) Um, so Um. (laughs) that's when Tafiti heals the ocean and the islands of the Blight, and Maui apologizes to, uh, Tafiti, who at first is like, um, you stole something from me, you bitch. What the hell? Yeah. Um, but... She restores his hook and then mm-hmm. gives Moana a new boat. Um, and then she does what we all want to do and uh, falls. And she's like, I'm a, I'm a go for a fucking nap. <laughs> yeah. Like she just, she's like, I've been through some shit. I'm tired. I'm tired. And it's like me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she becomes the mountain um and uh I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. Takei, this is this is a this is my theory. Takei This isn't fan theory, is, okay? God damn it. <laughs> this is my theory. Takei is a metaphor for your period. Oh my god. <laughs> and when you give a girl who's on her period chocolate, she just feels better and then she goes and takes a nap. Boom. Solved it. Ashlyn hates me. <laughs> Gracie, we're supposed to be a cool feminist podcast, okay? And here you are making... What? Pe- Talking about periods isn't cool? And here you are making period jokes? Gracie! Okay, I am... Also... No! <laughs> also, I said girl, but people with uteruses. Because men can have uteruses, too. We are not turfs. Exactly. But still, we're supposed to be this cool feminist podcast where we're progressive. Ashley, are you ashamed to talk about the fact that you have a menstrual cycle? Fair. Are you ashamed? Okay, you got me there. You got me there. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm, I'm of course, kidding. Uh, So, like... It's it's a stupid theory. I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, you know what? That's how I feel. Like... You give me something cheesy or greasy when I am, like, hormonal as shit. You give me greasy, cheesy bread or, like, chocolate chip cookies. 
I feel much better after that. And then I go lay down and I take a nap and hope my cramps stop feeling like a rusty knife is killing me from the end. Oh, God. I'm like just thinking about it now and I'm just like, oh God, my period's gonna, it's like, it's gonna come back in like a week or so. And I just, uh, I'm like, I'm like, I always have that feeling of like, now I'm so delicate. I'm like a glass of ass. <laughs> like that's how well, I, I feel. Mean, you know, they did a study and they say that uh, period cramps can, can feel just as bad as a man having a heart attack. And it's like, but men don't get it. They think we're just being emotional. They don't understand that it's like someone is taking a rusty knife and carving it up our fucking hoo-ha. Oh my god, that's so gross. But it's accurate. To be that's fair, like. to be fair, I have a blood phobia, and right now I'm thinking about it, and now I'm gonna... Well, don't think about blood. Well, I didn't say blood. I know. Little bunny foo-foo hopping through the forest, scooping up field mice and popping them on the head. And then the good fairy well, came Jesus, down. Now you're singing, I was just you're like singing a song about, little a, bunny about foo-foo a bunny killing mice. I'm the field mice and pop them on the head. <sighs> okay, I'm okay now. It's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, Moana, Moana makes her way back home and uh, the island is restored and she... She teaches her her village how to you know sail the open seas yeah to be wayfarer uh finders and uh yes. she you know takes up her role as a chief and leads her people on a voyage and uh there's beautiful mm-hmm. music and then at oh excuse me and then at the very end we see what happens to Tamatoa and he is still on his back because he didn't have uh, lifeline. Mm. Mm. Yep, that's how it ends. Uh, super good movie. Um, I got a little bit of trivia. Uh, the spiral on Moana's necklace and on the sail of her boat is called a koru. It represents the unfurling fern frond symbolizing new life, new beginnings, personal growth, hope, a new start, perfection, rebirth, awakening, purity, the spirit of rejuvenation, and peace. As a double spiral, it also symbolizes kinship and belonging. It's pretty cool. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda <coughs> has said that the character of Tamatoa, the giant crab, was a tribute to David Bowie. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah, I can see it too. But honestly, though, I they they went with all um, Polynesian uh, actors who have some Polynesian descent, except for Alan Tudyk, as far as the main cast, right? Mm-hmm. And the only thing I wish is that if Tim Curry hadn't have had a stroke, he would have been a perfect Tomatoa. It's true, he would have like perfect oh yeah so that's like uh, but jeremy clement does a really good job i'm not i'm not bashing him um lin-manuel miranda is lin-manuel miranda is a super big fan of the little mermaid of course uh musker and what's his face uh clements 
were, <laughs> I couldn't think of his name, Ron Clements and John Musker both worked on The Little Mermaid together, and that was one of the formative movies of Lin-Manuel Miranda's childhood. Um, so much so that he's working on The New Little Mermaid, and his son, Sebastian, is named for the crab. Yes. Sebastian. Yeah. So, he's always been a huge Disney nerd, just like us. Now, he had uh, his dream come true. It's really like a roundabout moment, if you think about it, because... Yeah. Yeah. He loved Little Mermaid, and now he's in charge of the music direction for Little Mermaid. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And, like, the fact that uh, John Musker and uh, Ron Clements uh, had directed both Moana and Little Mermaid. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Um, now this is interesting. According to archaeological evidence, the exploration of Western Polynesia proceeded rapidly until about 900 BC, um, and then it stopped for about a thousand years, and then it picked up again, with uh, Eastern Polynesia colonizing within a few centuries. Several plausible explanations exist, but the exact cause of the long pause remains a mystery. So, you can kind of see where they took that... And they inserted this storyline into it, and it still kind of makes sense. You know? Yeah. Like, if, if they had quit sailing until uh, someone shows them how to sail again. Also, Polynesians was, were the first people, after the Bering Strait disappeared, to reach what is, we now know as North America. Exactly. They did it first. But because they're not white, they don't count. In history, as far as the history books, um, Dwayne Johnson believes that voice acting is one of, is the most difficult career uh, in acting, and is personally annoyed when c- celebrities are cast in animated films, despite voicing their characters badly. And uh, when he was cast for this film, he repeatedly asked the other voice actors present if he was doing a good job. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I got one more thing. Okay. So many of the characters are Pacific Island language names or words. Moana means ocean and blue in both Hawaiian and Maori. Veana, which is the title for the Asian and most European releases, means fresh water. Hey, hey, Moana's pet rooster means chicken. Pua, the pet pig, means offspring or flower, and maybe short for pua'a, which means pig. Um, Maui is the name of a Polynesian demigod and the second largest Hawaiian island. Tui, Maui's father, is the name of a bird native to New Zealand, um, home to Tamora Morrison. Tala, Moana's grandmother, who tells the legend of Maui, Tafiti, and <coughs> Teka at the beginning of the movie, means story oh. in Samoan. And is the name of the goddess of the stars in Tagalog mythology. Tamatoa means trophies in Maori. I like all that. I like that. I I, I really did appreciate that they put so much Polynesian and Maori and Hawaiian culture, you know, into this. Yeah. It's, It's so good. It does everything that Pocahontas didn't do, right? Like, it's a native culture and you honor that culture without taking away from it. And you can add in a little historic, a little history with it, but it's not, you know, like it's obviously fiction. Whereas Pocahontas's, this kind of happened, but not really. 
Yeah. Um, but you know, this movie isn't without its controversy, controversies, uh, which was like just the one. And that was like that bodysuit that was like a costume. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I remember that. People were really mad about that. Which, I mean, understandable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but, is that it? Um, yeah, I don't really have any other things to talk about. Um, oh, um, the tests. Wh- that thing. Yeah, I was about to get to them. Were you? Before you interrupted. Were you? Okay. Uh, yes. Well, get yes. to them. Well, don't tell me what to do. Okay, well, I guess then we're just done the podcast. So, bye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, the first test is the Bechdel test, which is two named female characters talking on screen alone about something other than a man. Uh, this happened several times with Moana and her grandmother, so it passes. And then we have uh, the racial Bechdel test, two people of color on screen alone talking about something other than a white person. Uh, most of the cast is Polynesian or Maori or, uh, something like that. Um, and so it passes. Uh, then we have the Makomori test, which is, is there a female character whose worth is about, uh, whose story isn't just about pushing a male narrative forward? And Moana's story is about finding the heart of Tefiti and bringing it back to her. So it's a pass. Then we have the DuVernay test, which is a person of color who has a storyline that's not about pushing a white narrative forward. Again, it's all people of color in this movie, minus Alan Tudyk, so it's a pass. Then we have the sexy lamp test. Can you get rid of a named female character with the sexy lamp from a Christmas story and it not take away from the plot? You could probably get rid of Moana's mom. So it fails. And then we have the Vito Russo test, which is, are there people who are LGBTQA+, or GSRM, um, representing who matter to the plot and aren't just a stereotype? And the answer is no. Ajlaine, are you still there? I already said goodbye. (laughs) Wow. I was wow. just waiting for this joke. Jeez Louise. <laughs> God. So, I thought I'd lost you. We already have had connection issues. It's true. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Jesus, I've done all of this, and now she's going to have to edit all this out. Um, <laughs> so, is this movie feminist? Yes. Yeah, I would say so. I believe it is. But God is Maui a whiny little bitch. God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like he's, he's the worst part about this movie. I mean, he wasn't. There's parts in this movie where he like is so insecure, which like I understand why because like I don't know about you, but like if I was tossed into the ocean like that, I'd be pretty insecure about my life. But um. But at the same time, it's his own fault. Yeah, he did it. Yeah. He just wanted <laughs> like, people to love him, okay? It's a true... That's how men feel. They just want people yeah. to love them. I will agree. I will agree with that. Um, it, But it doesn't really do anything to stop toxic masculinity because, like, he is very aggressive. Yeah. 
um, and very and his insecurity comes out by aggressive manner towards yeah but i think he yells at her i mean (laughs) that's the thing i think at the end though it does show that like um he that there was character a a man can be taught well no no there was just character (laughs) growth like there is character growth because the fact is he did come back he did real rethink he also lost Mm. his hook which meant a lot to him Uh, And he was like, no, it's okay. I'm still who I am without, you know, this particular item. Uh, And then he also apologized to uh, Tafiti, right? So there is... He did. There was growth. I'm just teasing. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) somebody has to defend men. (laughs) Not all men. Not all men. Um, Yeah, so... Just tell a man not all men say not all men. (laughs) Explode. <laughs> um, uh, all men say not all men. Uh, uh, having a stroke. But yeah. So uh, this movie, I, I feel it was pretty feminist. Also very inclusive. Um, yes. And the SJWs have taken over. Well, yeah, that's a thing. Like, basically, all the bad reviews on this movie are like people who are like, "Disney's now an SJW thing," and you're like, "No, it's you SJW cuck." <laughs> um, yeah, but anyways, uh, is the movie good though? That's the most important question. I would say, yeah, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. Uh, I love it. It's one of my favorite Disney movies. And I'm so glad that we were able to end Disney Princesses of Color Month with this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we had originally planned on doing Aladdin, but then we did Aladdin as a bonus episode earlier this year. So I was like, yay, we get to do Moana. And we managed to do basically every Disney Princess of Color this year. If that doesn't tell you how sad things are, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yikes. We've literally done all of them. Yikes. <laughs> I we did four and then we did one earlier this year. That's it. That's five. Duh. Everybody else is white. Yikes! So yikes is right, unless you count the live action Nala, because she's played by Beyonce. Yeah. Um, also, she was Simba's brother or sister. I mean, there's, so there's that. Oh wait, we did that movie too, though. Uh, Because we did the movie with Esmeralda, and we did that movie this year, too. Yep, yep, yep. God damn it. (laughs) Esmeralda, technically not a Disney princess. Oh, wait. Technically, Kida is not a Disney princess, and she is a woman of color. So. Yeah. We didn't do that one. We did not do that one. There's only one that we have not done. Disney, you must do better. Anyways, uh, I'm exhausted, (laughs) so we're going to finish this up. Yes. Oh, next week is our 100th episode, you guys. Oh, my God, it is. Our 100th episode. And we are doing Fireproof. Yes. And Donnie's coming back. Donnie is he coming for back. Our 50th. He was here for our 50th. He's going to be here for our 100th. I think he was here and for the 75th, too. I think he was. Because well, he close. did uh, How to Train Your Dragon with us. Yep. I don't know if that was number 75 or not. But, yes, Fireproof. We're doing Christian movies next month. Our lineup... Um, is I know we're doing Fireproof and Christian Mingle. The other two escape me. Um, God's moment. not dead. 
Oh, God, yes. God's Not Dead. Two. Number two. And then there's another one. Is it the uh, abortion one? Are we doing the abortion movie? I think so. We're doing... Uh, and then yeah. we're doing... Oh, no. We're doing Loving the Bad Man. Oh, yeah. Which, which is this terrible movie about a woman who falls in love with her rapist and forgives him because God. Yes, that's going to be... Whew, I can't wait for if we do the movie that's based off of She Said Yes. Oh, no. Is there a book? Is there a movie based off of that? Because I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. I don't know. I hope not. I um, um, but yeah, Christian Movie Month next next month. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, it was one of our most popular months last year. Uh, so hopefully we'll get the same thing again this time. Um, <laughs> Uh, So, yeah, that's it, and we will see you guys next week. (sighs) Bye. Yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Bye. I'm so fucking tired.